0: Injured in a car accident? It's about money, your money, your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs.
1: We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com.
0: You know who it is. Hey. Oh. You know
2: who it is. The prehistoric... terror! Oh, my Lord, <laughs> I pulled off the roll by International Golf Parkway, but guess what? The Micewell House Coffee is always good to the last drop. The, the most proudest moment I've seen was the explanation point when he, when he hit your boy and your boy just looked on the ground and they wanted to look up like, man, why you hit me so hard? The game almost over. Man, I've been so wide open with this construction work in Duval County until I ain't had time to even slow down. <laughs> I want, I want the West Coast to understand one thing. Do Man, y'all get off of T-Law. You ain't got to give us no respect. We gonna make sure that everybody in America start playing. The 1010, everybody say, oh man, I know about that show there. So guess what, TNT is popping and there won't be no
3: stopping. Bang, bang, bang.
2: This boy got a hit.
3: 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus and E to the T.
1: All right, good morning everybody. Happy Friday to you. Hopefully it'll be a happy Sunday. For the Jacksonville Jaguars will your quarterback be playing against the Tennessee Titans. To be determined. Uh, welcome in. This is Jaguars today. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus and ET. Uh, good morning, everybody. How are we, guys? Good morning. Oh, good. Awesome. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. You're that good, ET? <laughs> yes, sir. It's Friday. Oh, wow, yeah. man, you're fired up uh, early. I mean, Friday's a great day. Yeah, it's June- yeah it is. It's
4: Is what well, is is Saturday, Junior? Is it Saturday? It's late. Double yeah, Thursday. Yeah.
1: I feel it's like Thursday night kind of you throw it in the mix too. You know, sometimes. <laughs>
4: Which night
5: don't you uh,
1: throw it? <laughs> Tuesday. I mean, Tuesday. Tuesday, I, I don't know. I leave Tuesday alone. Former <laughs> players' day off. Tuesday is the one day. That's your day of rest and yeah, that's right. recuperation. That's right. The other six that's days. Right. Wednesday's kind of in the mix, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weekend. It's kind of weekend. Yeah, it's right yeah. in the middle of the week, but it's I fine. I think we have a nickname for it at home, Wind Down Wednesday or something uh, like that. Maybe. Wind Down yeah. Wednesday? Yeah, you know, wind I've it down. I've heard different mm-hmm. nicknames for Wednesday. <laughs> wine it down <laughs> baby. Um yeah. Just right. sip it. I you know I poured it in a real just little glass. It. People will be shocked that I I for some reason I really like little glasses. I don't like other than if I'm drinking a pint of beer different. But even with uh with with uh other drinks that I drink like I just I don't know what it is. It's wild. So like I'll even have like a little tiny glass that I I fill it up with a, like a juice by, glass. Yeah, like a little little tiny one. Not a shot glass. Like I you understand? Know, yeah. Yeah. So I said a juice glass, not a. Is that chocolate? a juice glass? Ah, yeah, juice right. Glass. Like, yeah, at a, yeah like at a breakfast you're, setting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's, that's and fair. you drink your various alcohols out of a juice glass. <laughs> you're saying? Um, <laughs> my wine, I drink out of that. Oh, just your wine? Just my wine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if I do a, uh, you know, a Tito's, it's a, a little rock glass. Okay. Know, okay, that kind of stuff. Yeah, people make these massive I, I goblets don't. for their wine, and then they pour like this yep. tiny little bit in the bottom of it. Or know? they pour it to the top, depending.
6: <laughs> there
3: is that.
1: There is <laughs> that Happy option. Holidays. There Enjoy is that the option. Uh, last night was, <laughs> was unbelievable, Thursday night football. I've never seen a game so closely resemble the another game. The way I mean, the last two games in the NFL yeah. were Monday night football, Thursday night football. One team is winning, not doing anything special, but yeah. the other team that they're playing can't do anything and they find themselves winning sixteen to three, exact same score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the fourth quarter, and then can't Clint. get enough first downs. Can't Clint. burn enough clock. I
5: say, if you're the Raiders, you got to be sick. Oh. I mean, you can't get a yard.
1: Oh my gosh! You can't get a yard. Yeah. I, I, no, they can't. No, <laughs> they couldn't, right? I mean, and and then they punt the ball, so. The Rams come back. They got Baker Mayfield playing, Mm who's been there for thirty six hours. Yeah. Right, basically. Right, right. They start John Wolford because they they, their plan was we're gonna bring in Mayfield on the second drive to provide a spark. This was the plan. So what they asked Wolford to do, he handed off three times. (laughs) They didn't even give him a chance. They they punted. Wow. That was his night. That's it. Three handoffs. That's weird. Yes. That that's he had, what did, he did. No did, first half. Did down. Baker get a standing ovation? When uh, he came well, out probably of the at the field? end of the game he did. At the end of the game. You no, know, he he the first yeah. half he had completed four passes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say for seventy that's yards, wild. maybe. Something like that. they were like everything was like a twenty yard completion, basically. Yeah. But he had four different guys had caught one ball each. That was it. Right. Cam Akers had run for like twenty something yards and had fumbled the ball away. Nothing. Nothing yeah. going on, yeah. on whatsoever. Oh, they go down. They get a touchdown. All right, no big deal. Raiders have dominated this game. By the way, the Raiders blew earlier in the game. They're in point-blank chip shot field goal range, and Derek Carr throws just a horrendous interception. Just lobs it. I think he got hit on the play. Did he? Yeah, I don't he know. got hit
5: right as he was throwing. right as he was yeah. throwing. It, yeah. to it, the left. it, it was looked like he was trying to throw to Mac Hollins there over the middle. Yeah, and he got hit right as he was throwing. Right well, as he was yeah. on it. It's going to be a weird no, I know. throw and an easy play. pick. Yeah.
1: Right. It looks like he's throwing right at him and yeah. like lobbing it to him. But when you go back, he does take a shot as he. Releases. Regardless, they, they yeah. squander an opportunity to get at least three points. Yeah, if they get those three. Yeah. It's a moot point probably anyway down the stretch. But then they punt it. Away to the Rams, who get it at the two-yard line with – did they have one timeout or they had no, they had no timeouts because no they used it to stop them on the previous drive. Yep. No timeouts, just under the two-minute warning. Yep. It turned out to be the longest scoring drive in the final two minutes – to take the lead and win a game, like, in 45 years. Really? Wow. Yes. It was 98, right? They got out of two. And that
5: stupid penalty, knocking it out of Baker's hand after the play. What are you doing?
1: Uh, Right. So, you get a a personal foul. On a sack. On a sack, right. Right. So, basically, it turned out to be a 22-yard play because they had a 7-yard sack. And you don't get the sack, you? don't get the sack. You get the 15-yard (laughs) gain. What a dummy. Uh, He just came from the charges, right? Didn't Like, he's Tillery, right? Isn't that who we're talking about? Jerry Tillery, yeah. Yeah. Or Tillery, yeah. He came from the Chargers. Yes. Yeah. You also had um, them get a Very pass dumb. interference on an interception. Mm-hmm. Interception ends mm-hmm. the game. Um, just like on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. one of the Rams, much like the Bucks' offensive lineman, Donovan Smith, is holding all game. I mean, like, you can go back. People have put together clips of how many holds that didn't get called. He's averaging getting called for three a game. Wow. That's a ton. Damn, the right? backup must not be very good. <laughs> Terrible, right? I mean, so geez. Rob Habenstein last night, same thing. He's got his his arm up in the throat of Max Crosby half the fourth quarter. I uh, mean, like yeah. ah, choking him. Yeah. <laughs> choking him out. No <laughs> flags, nothing. Right. And then they go down, they get a first down at the sixteen yard line. I think they came up and clocked it, maybe, and they mm-hmm. had three shots at the end zone. And then they blitz him on second down yeah. and Van Jefferson is single covered. Nice throw. On the outside. It was a great throw. Yeah. I mean, Good. Baker made some throws. He did. And his guy stepped up, Ben Skowronik. I mean, none, they had yeah. done nothing, and Skowronik ends up with, like, eight for 77 or yeah. something down the stretch because yeah. they got hot. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean, he run. he's a big kid, too, number 18. He, uh, yeah. I seen him earlier in the year. He's, he's an impressive athlete. But here we go. This is you know this is one of your fine Jaguar wins against a team in the Raiders that mm. can't hold a lead against anybody right. this year. They've been so bad in yeah. that department. But my gosh. Unbelievable. I want to know how Juwan Taylor doesn't get called for a false start almost every single time. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> an epidemic a around the league. He's got a though. down, man. He, he does. Because it's borderline. It's total borderline. But you're sometimes like, Wow, he's really- <laughs> You look I think and, and it's always close. it seems like it's the right tackle more than it's the left tackle on al- almost every
5: team. Yeah, I've heard it talked about on some of the broadcasts, Tommy. Yeah. You know, you're on the road, so you're probably going to have to do a silent count in right. most places you, you guess, go on the road, right? So yeah. You see the signal, and then you count. Like, as the offensive lineman, it's like, okay, one, go. Right. That kind of thing. And if it's off just a little bit, it looks like you're false starting on those kind of plays. But you're trying to get off the line of scrimmage. You got these guys on the other side. Yeah. Obviously, you need as much of a jump as you can possibly get. So, I'm
1: wondering, do you you, you see the guard? Because doesn't the guard typically look back and then tap the center, then they count one? Then they go. So, does he see that out of his – Peripheral, I wonder. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So then he—that's his count. You're hey, right, it's about that, called, no, right. It's not and being and called. No, right. And so. you're pre- look the same so. thing. If you're not getting called on these holds, right? Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. Right yeah. until they they call you. It Feels you. like
5: the officials with the play clock. Right, like they're yeah. giving him a little bit of leeway mm-hmm. because maybe the job is difficult, you know. Yeah. So they're like, okay, if
1: he gets it's borderline right there, fifth Cole. of
5: a step on the guy, whatever. Yeah, you know that kind yeah. of. But really.
1: I don't think it's just Juwan Taylor. I mean, no. I, you see it it's across the lot league yeah. right yeah. now. Around well, the that league. makes sense what you were saying because you do have, to, especially on the road, you got to got to rely on that count, yep. you know, and that interior count. Yeah. All right, today All right. Uh, it's keys to victory Friday. Come on, Trevor, play. <laughs> can we can we start there? No, they don't have Beathard on tape, man. He's going to throw for three hundred Oh, crafty. Sticks. Watch out. See? Watch out, man. Could be. Never no. know. No. It's football, right? Baker right. Mayfield flew right. in and, and <laughs> beat the no Raiders kidding. down 13 with, yeah. like, eight minutes to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, honestly. What unbelievable. a week for him. What a week for him. Just what? I, I cannot believe. That those two games played out as identical as they did, the exact yeah. same score, the exact same circumstance. Yeah, that's wild, just crazy. Uh, so hey, I, you know somebody told me a couple uh, like on Monday, oh the Rams have quit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they no. were they were winning against Seattle in the final minute of the game, right? When Seattle beat them, I'm like, they may be not good because yeah. they've got a lot of guys out, but they haven't quit. No, pretty evident last no, night. They have, they no, doubt. So no doubt. So let, let's were hope. Fighting. No fight, uh, no quit in the Jags, right? Uh, and, you know, last week, sure you could argue flat. that they certainly, uh, you know. I don't know about quit, but Well, your, your quarterbacks say you laid down. I don't know what, what how else. What did he tr- say? He said they laid down. What? Yeah, you He's, did I didn't hear that. Yes, he said in the postgame. game, he said they laid down. It's embarrassing. They laid down? Yes. What is that? What, do you, what is that? It? That to me sounds like they didn't give their full effort. I mean what else how could else can you interpret I that I state mean, After that huge win at home how could you not be so jacked up to do something You tell me you tell me oh but they've my. got a chance against uh, one of their division opponents this weekend in Nashville so yeah. we'll talk about that one today on a keys to victory Friday yes. that's your Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day what are your three keys to victory the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Hit us up at 641-1010 on the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures or on Twitter at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010 Tony at Meathead55, and at IME2, the T. Come on, somebody. And uh, we'll get that uh, number out there for the call-in line as well. ET needs your help. for Come on, somebody, for that segment in the uh, Publix Tailgate Show coming up this Sunday as well. All right, we're off and rolling. Happy Friday to all of you. Let's make it a shock the NFL happy weekend for Jaguar fans. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
3: You're Mackin' with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All
1: right, uh, Tony. Taking a look at what our spies are saying. What does Mr. John Shipley report uh, from Jaguar practice? Uh,
3: He's
5: out there this morning for the open portion of practice to the media. said that he has not seen Trevor Lawrence or Chad Mumma on the Mm. field. That doesn't mean that they might not come out and be limited participants in practice. That will come out later today. And official designations for the game up there against Tennessee. But at least Shipley saying he didn't see either of them out on the field this Mm. morning.
1: Maybe a game time to see. Might as well keep it quiet now, right? And If you got to go with Bethard, just you know catch him by surprise, mm-hmm. I guess. When did he send you that? Know. I'm not seeing that from him. Uh, it was uh, Beathard. Could listen? He could sling it. You got to have time, but he can he can throw the ball around. I'm not. I mean, obviously, we'd rather have Trevor, but that's
4: not my quarterback. I'm cool with him.
5: Oh, I got it. I got it mixed up. It was from yesterday.
1: Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens today because if he doesn't, I don't know, man. I mean, I know they're saying he can play yeah. without practicing. Yeah. I, mm, I, Can he push off on it? Right. I mean, if, I mean, if, if it's the big toe. And how much better will it get between today and Sunday? Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't, I know, don't know, know the answer to all this. I mean, that, look. what is the diagnosis? Is there one? Did he break the kind of, toe? No, Did he some twist? kind of a, a sprained toe. Mm-hmm. A sprained toe? Like yeah. a ligament sprain or whatever is in the side of your toe? I would imagine so. You ever have turf toe? I have not. E, have you ever had turf toe? Uh, I don't think so. No, man, that's painful as I high. jammed
4: my big toe before, but yeah, I don't think Yeah, it's similar that to that. Through. You just
1: get a lot of swelling in your toe joint, and you can't push off. I mean, Ooh, it is yeah. brutal. So, I wonder I – mean, it's more than that. He has more than that, but I was curious. Yeah, Denny Thompson made a good point uh, with Dan and Jeff this morning, yep. you know, the, the quarterback whisperer, that it, when it's in that left foot, like you can push off because your right foot, your plant foot is there, but when you follow through, are you going to drive into right. that that left foot as much – and Trevor sometimes has a tendency to let the ball sail high, and if you're not driving in your right. foot, you're going to exacerbate that yep. potentially, so yep. could be something to watch out for No this doubt. Game. No doubt. Maybe he starts off, and then Bethard comes in. Who knows?
5: Well, he, he wasn't miserable in the second half of that game last week against Detroit. He was okay. Right. Right in the second. But I can remember just off the top of my head two or three times where it was like, where, why is that one two yards short? Right. Like, I remember thinking that watching the game. Like, okay. Yeah. We didn't know what was going on with what kind of injury, but yep. with it being the toe and it being the foot that he's landing on trying to push mm-hmm. there at the end, it's like, okay, if it's only affected him there at the end, that follow through, yep. that's kind of what it felt like watching the second half last
1: week. Right. Well, and we're, we're talking about him throwing in a clean pocket. So, now take that clean pocket away and he's got to move, throw on the run, run himself. You know what I mean? Which that is could a be, big part of what he does. No doubt. and And – Really has done pretty well the last three, four games with it. Well, uh, I mean, we're not going to know. I don't think. I think we're probably going to get a questionable designation yeah. when the official injury report comes out later today. That would right. be my guess. I don't think they're yeah. like like even if you know he's not going to play, why not just put him on there as questionable? Yeah, yeah that's but what Tennessee I would do. Yeah. think about I mean, it. He's going to go yeah. on the trip. He's going to go with you, right? You know what I mean. You might yeah. need him, and it's maybe he's your emergency guy. Who knows? You might need him. Maybe so. You never um, know. But I don't know. If if he's your emergency guy, I feel like if he can play, he can play. You know, like if, if you well, can't protect himself, why are you throwing him out there? Because there's so nobody left, you know, the emergency. Yeah, then we'll run some direct snaps to Travis Etienne <laughs> in that you circumstance. You I'm know? glad he's playing. I'm sure they've got a package of plays for he and Christian Kirk and different yeah. guys uh, taking snaps. Uh, yeah. But uh, we'll see. CJ Beathard, uh, Press Taylor, Jaguars offense coordinator, speaking yesterday – Was asked how ready will he be if he does need to start this week?
0: There's not anything he cannot do, Um, you know. And and part of it is he's been around all season long since the day we put the offense in. Uh, We always try to tailor to the strengths of our players, so that may be something. If it were, if we made that decision, I think that's a late pivot uh, we could get to if we needed to. Of say, you know, this is we have this in the plan, we like it versus defense, but you know, based on CJ versus Trevor, whatever that may be. Maybe it's, let's stay away from that unless we need it. Or we kind of do that all the time every week, but depending on who guys are and where they are and how we see things express themselves during practice.
1: Yeah, it's not like they're having Trevor throw a lot of 40-yard shots downfield, right? I don't know if physically there aren't, you know, any throw. Now, will he make them as well, you know, with as much pace on the ball and things like that? But C.J. Beathard, it hasn't been a good record, but he started like 10 times in the league. He's not going to be – he's not going to freak out. Uh, if he has to play. he the, Look, I mean, it's it's more wishful thinking, but, and you never know. But, you know, if he is the starter, you know, they don't have a lot of tape on him as of late, right? You know, he could surprise you. You know, maybe he does throw it a little bit more down the field. You know, maybe, he, who knows? Who knows, right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to keep them clean. I, I, is, it, how are they on the other side? They're pretty banged up, the Titans, aren't they? Because their defense is pretty dang good. I mean, yeah. Like like Simmons um, is pretty banged up. Simmons, Simmons yeah. is, but Simmons. he played last week, mm-hmm. and, okay. you know, hey, he, didn't, he didn't He did practice yesterday. He was limited yep. on Wednesday. He's the biggest problem. I know. I think He's that beast. you've got yeah. on that football team. But yep. they're not a great defense this year. They're not. Yeah. And, and, you know, Blaine Bishop yesterday on from – uh, Nashville Radio, the former Titan, yep. basically, I'm paraphrasing here, said last year's team would have whipped this team's butt. Mm-hmm. Like, would have knocked them around. Yeah. Like, it's not – the drop-off in performance level yeah. is significant. Well, Philly killed them, and Buffalo yes. killed them early. But the other – the other, they, they were pretty competitive. I yeah, mean, I mean,
5: if you look at what they thought they had going into the season, yeah. probably three or four of their front seven guys are out yeah. at this point in the year, which – it looks like a team that is missing those guys, and the one they have left still in the middle is banged up. Right. You know, he's well, he's playing through whatever he's dealing with Yeah. week to week, but he certainly does look banged up. Press Taylor yesterday was also asked about looking at the Trevor Lawrence thing. Tommy, you know, players have given the option are going to go, right? right. They're going to give it a go. They're going to do whatever they have to to yep. get on the field and play, and Press Taylor was asked about having to protect players sometimes from themselves with these injury situations.
0: From my experience here with, with Trevor, there's never been a question of his toughness and his availability for the team. I don't think I think everybody feels very confident that Trevor's going to play if Trevor has the ability to. Uh, and there's times that it's our decision to protect players from themselves. You know, the same thing with with Travis. There was a possibility of Travis playing. Who was that against? Uh, Baltimore. Of playing against Baltimore, and we decided to you know pull the plug on that just to protect him from himself. A lot of these guys are willing to play through a lot of things, but we need to do what's best for the player as well as what's best for our team. So. We'll uh, continue to make those decisions. I think part of that decision, like, can it be heard any worse? That's, and I know as a
1: player, that's what you want to know too. Like, can I hurt it any worse? Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Okay. Then it's just a pain thing. Yes. Okay. I can deal with that or I can't. Right. Which is a tough spot sometimes for a player though, because if, oh, well, he's not very tough if he can't tolerate it. Sometimes the pain in your toe. Yeah, no. You, you know what right. I mean? Like it's legit. Like you, can, if you can't, Plant it's easy for us to say, oh, it's just pain management. If it feels like you're stepping on like a hot poker every right. time you you plant your foot, yep, you know it. Your body will tell you when you can't like really go. You know right. what I mean? I mean it's gonna like I got to think with the even ETN's foot injury. Yeah, he could have played, but his body's probably telling him not to, right? I mean, if you're hobbling, sure, you know any kind of limp, then you you know obviously you're favoring it. Uh, well, uh, whoever plays quarterback, hopefully the receivers catch the ball better, oh then they, particularly than last week. Uh, yeah. Press Taylor was asked about the drops and whether that was, in his opinion, some kind of isolated phenomenon.
0: Based on the way guys have played and the situations they've been in, we're confident that that is a one-off deal, you, like you said. Um, obviously, we just have to have great fundamentals. We've got to be able to get two hands on the football. When we get hands on the football, we got to be able to pull it in. Um, but that's just continuing to emphasize our technique, uh, our attention to detail throughout the week the leading into Sunday.
1: Look, it may be a one-off for Zay Jones because he's not been known for drops, but there are are people who track it. And, you know, drops can be quantified differently by different people, right? Right. Like, what is a drop if you got one hand on it? Right. You know, whatever. Uh, But there are people who track this out there that that claim the Jaguars have the most drops in the national football league. I saw that. So if that's the case, how's this a one-off? It's not. I don't think it is either. I mean, I was just going to say that. I'm like – Maybe with Zay Jones because he's not, but overall, he has been dropping balls all year long. What are you talking about? I mean, lately, maybe not, but clearly that was a big problem against the Lions.
5: Well, I looked at it yesterday, and through the first four seasons, he had nine drops total over the first four years. Wow. Right? Which is two a year. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. He's got six this year.
1: And how many were you we counting last week? Three or five. I don't know what they
5: put into that number. <laughs> I've heard anywhere week, yeah. from yeah. one to
1: five. I, I think it's a minimum of three. Yeah. yeah. Or at least two. I could I mean the first one especially. Come on, man. Hull, haul that one in. That's yeah. gotta have it. I mean he's know. dropping
5: it like everyone said Ingram would.
1: Yeah.
5: Zay right. was the sure
1: handed guy. I tell you what, Jones Jr., he he Marvin, he's uh, he's clutch, man. They they should get him more. I know he comes through when they need him to, but I'd give him more opportunities. He seems to catch the ball.
5: A couple more here from Press Taylor, who was also asked about the Titans defense that they're going to be going up against this week. They've been kind of up and down in a lot of categories, but Press says it's a solid group overall.
0: Yeah, they're, they're a really solid defense. I think their numbers would say the same thing. Um, they got, I feel like, a lot, of play, a lot of teams, they got good players at every single level, You know whether that's Simmons, Nico Autry, Bud Dupree back into David Long back into Kevin Byer. They got a lot of players that have played a lot of football in this system. Um, they've had some injuries and they just keep plugging guys in. It seems like the system doesn't change. They executed at a high level. They're really really good in situations. It's a very smart team. You know, being in the division last year, I took an appreciation to just the way they play every single situation. Just the awareness all their players have of what's going on. Um, so yeah, they they definitely make the game very challenging for you. Yeah, uh, I'll
1: say this. You know. Nice to say nice things about your opponent. Um, the Titans have given up the second most passing yards in the NFL. Yeah, like they're not a great defense. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, that's they're good thing. on third down. I was looking at their stats earlier. They're good on third down. They stopped the run for the most part. At three point eight, I think they. No, they they've given up the third fewest rushing yards. Yeah. So you don't try to run three sacks em. too. Yeah, you see that. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty good for a, a defense. And I was looking at their individual. Like they got four, five, six guys with. Three, four, five. I mean, it's just like, man, that's what you want, right? You want to not just one guy getting 12. You want that whole line and and the backups that are in the rotation getting some.
5: I found some numbers, too, last night, Mike. I was looking at, yeah, the Titans are bad against passing games, right? So, I was, we know what happened last week with A.J. Brown. And the Jaguars clearly don't have anybody that can replicate A.J. Brown. And I remember early in the year, Stephon Diggs went nuts, against this Titans defense, right? Right. So, Stephon Diggs, in their game, 12 for 148 and three touchdowns. A.J. (laughs) Brown, eight for 119 and two. Here are the other guys that have gone off against the Titans this year. Okay. Matt Collins. 8 for 158 and a touchdown. Diami Brown, 2 for 102, two touchdowns. Paris Campbell, 10 for 70 and a touchdown. Mecole Hardman, 6 for 79 and a touchdown. Christian Watson, 4 for 82 and two touchdowns. T. Higgins, 7 for 114 and oh. a touchdown. You don't yeah. have to be the cream of the crop no. to get it. Against right. the Tennessee Titans. Somebody needs to be that guy yeah. this week for this Jaguars offense. You say
1: Deombie Brown doesn't put up those numbers every week? <laughs> eh, no, he does not. Oh, or ever. Uh pass first, run second. But and then Mix comes right up. back to the heart of the matter. Will right. we have our quarterback yeah. available I'd be, to look, us? I mean, I want I want obviously I want uh Trevor, but I would be all right with, you know, let's see what happens. It is what he, it is. I mean he, look, the old line's gotta they gotta protect. Bottom line, they got to protect. They got to give our quarterback, whoever's back there, a chance to make the throws. Just like, you know, I don't know, Jared Goff last week. <laughs> Let's <laughs> let him sit back there, all just freed up, looking nice and shiny and pretty, and just complete throw after throw after throw after throw. That's well, beautiful. if Tennessee has any success throwing the ball against them with their depleted pass catching group. No, I know. I mean Chickakon is a, watch. is uh <laughs> I'm telling you this guy at tight end yeah. is is a tight killer. He us. is a freak athlete just scratching the surface of how good he is gonna yeah. be. Um starting to come on in the last few weeks. Uh that is probably the guy yeah. I'm most worried about, quite frankly, yeah. um you know if Traylon Burks doesn't play, which it looks like he's trending towards not playing. Right. I mean, look, Tanny Hill, no, is he cream of the crowd? No, but you give him time. He he can make the throws. I mean, any pretty decent QB in the NFL. And and he'll run for seven right. on third and six. Right. And, and exactly. beat you that way too. Right. No, um no. don't let but he's not been great no, at all has. this year. No, so I, know. I know. Don't, don't let him be that be uh, great this time. Uh, all right. Speaking of which, that'll be the job of uh, the Jaguars defense headlined by their coordinator Mike Caldwell, who we'll hear from coming up next to kind of ask what happened, uh, and then what can you do against the Derrick Henry Express that you know is coming at you on Sunday in Nashville. With Tony Smith, Tom McManus, ET, I'm Mike Dempsey. You're listening to Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It's one of
7: those performances where it felt like it uh, wasn't us. And you go back, you talk to the guys, and had the same feeling. So just got to come back in here, had a good day's work yesterday, and continue that today and just get back on the field Sunday and go at it again.
3: Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
1: Oh, boy, if you uh, ran the organization by Twitter poll, we'd have a new defensive coordinator yeah. uh he would have been out on Sunday Mike Caldwell they don't run it that way Mike it'll be just fine uh, if that is the aberration right he says that wasn't us that's you know that uh, we'll find out yeah right i mean it hasn't been right it it really it, in terms of they haven't had great defensive performances but that was at another level where you allowed Detroit to score on every single possession that they tried to score on yeah. Except well, for the kneel down at the end. I mean, look, the the pressure has always been inconsistent at best and golf. Like we said, it'd kill you. You give him time. He's he's going to find the open guy, especially when you're playing zone um, and you have no rush. You have no pressure whatsoever. So, I mean, we've seen that before. You know, you could we could say, well, they've never played flat. OK, I'll definitely give you that. But. The production-wise we've seen before. Correct, You know, being terrible on third down, not getting off the field, giving that quarterback all day long to sit there and pick you apart.
8: But specifically
1: so, to the effort level, the energy level, whatever you want to call it, Mike Caldwell addressed that yesterday on uh, the team's perceived lack of energy versus the Lions.
7: Well, The thing about it is you noticed it uh, watching the film about – we have a saying that when one makes a play, we all make a play. And you should be excited when your brother makes a play. And you didn't see that on Sunday for whatever reason. So, we just, uh, you know, we're going to dig deep and find out, you know, go back and let this game be a youthful game. Enjoy the game. When you're out there, have a smile on your face. Go out there and make plays and have fun with it.
1: I don't know. Is he saying that they were too tight because – they were told that this was a playoff game and that that this is not was it not a youthful, exuberant um, reaction that, that we got? The I energy just wasn't there on it Sunday. It was
5: Right? And I think that comment speaks to it again. And if you're on the sideline in a game like that, and Tommy, I'm sure you've been on the field when it feels like we're a quarter and a half into this game. Where are we? Right? Like, I'm sure yeah. you've been in that kind of position. What? Do you do to get that turned around in
1: game? Sometimes, not all the time, but a, a good ass chewing at halftime could work. You know, I mean, that does work from time to time. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I mean, how how do you you come off a great win at home? Not a lot of people thought you were gonna win that game. You surprise people, you won it in incredible fashion, giving you confidence. And giving th- you a chance. Giving you a chance to, so really to do actually something. right to actually have that game have meaning. Right. And then this game coming up, Sunday would have tremendous meaning. So I don't I don't get it. I don't know how you're not up for this game and if you start off flat, okay, that happens, but nobody could turn it around for you. Nobody. Hey, and you know credit Detroit. They got a that team, they got a lot of grit that team. I'm looking forward to seeing if they do anything. I don't know if they will, but I like the toughness out of that team. They got it. coming back from one and six to where they're at. That's really commendable, man. And we should be that team. And where? why aren't we that? I don't know. I mean, look. I think if they beat Detroit, we'd feel like we were that team. Totally. Right? Just that one game difference. Totally. We'd I mean, still be looking at the games that they squandered earlier this year. Yeah. But you'd feel like, all right, well, they're turning the corner, really turning the corner, and now maybe too little too late, but they are playing their best football. Right. Not the case. Playing their Not worst at football. at all. And, you know – was it was it uh, Mike or Press that said we have the talent? Was that who said recently we have the talent uh, here? Well, the here's talent is here. Uh, Et, give me cut four if you would. From Mike Caldwell, I uh, was commenting yesterday, and I'm sure asked about it. Do you feel like the Jaguars' defense has enough talent?
7: I think the uh, the talent is here. We're happy with the players here, and we just have to get them understanding that. When you do it the right way, you just have to do it the right way over and over and over again. You'll see times where we're right on point, then other times we're not. So that's part of coaching, and we all own that. we got to get those guys playing uh, the way they need to play over and over and over. Isn't playing consistently
1: kind of a talent in itself, right? Like, you know what I mean? the ability. It's an to,
7: attitude, too. It's yes. your
1: preparation. But, I, I mean, mean like talent, we can look at 40 times and who's a good athlete, and that's, quote, raw talent. Yeah, I, that doesn't mean you're the best football players. So I don't know when when Mike Caldwell says we had the talent, but we gotta make sure you play that well. How, all the how time. at
3: this stage of the season? How do you not?
1: They know that. I mean, come on, we're not talking about young people here. We're talking about grown men that have played a lot of football. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. I and where where are the? Where you know. The alpha dog. Like, where are the guys? Where are the leaders? Where, where's my D line? You're supposed to lead. You're supposed to set the tone for the whole defense. You haven't set anything. But and don't – like, because they're not playing well or – They're not playing well. Right. They're getting pushed so, around. so are not they, physical. How can you be a tone setter if you're not playing well? Like, you know what? If you're talking about being that guy who gets up and tries to rally the troops, don't you have to be playing at a high level? Well, not playing well as a unit doesn't mean every single guy. I mean, somebody's got to be playing at least decent that day. Somebody mm-hmm. can make a play and knock the crap out of the back to get everybody jacked up. I, I don't know. That's not – that's not, like, really far-fetched, you know what I'm saying? I I don't know. And here's a question. Here's a legitimate question because you talk about talent, and then you got to talk about talent that fits the defense you want to play, that you want to run. You know what I mean? Maybe you are talented, but and then the question is, are you playing the wrong defense? Maybe you're not these 3-4, maybe these nose tackles, maybe who you have up front, that's not it. But maybe in a 4-3, they're better off, right? Maybe they are. I don't know. We saw; it seemed like we saw a little bit of that last game, but yeah, I don't know. In talent, co- its a combination. But by now, I, you got to do it over and over and over. What? No kidding. What? What are we in kindergarten for? Crying out loud! Well, of course, we know we, we got to duplicate it. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's like you had this. You you, you had a little greet. You showed a little greet yourself, and then poof. All a dream. All a, all a dream. All right, let's go to the phones uh, for the first time this morning. at 641-1010, and we'll welcome Greg on the north side first in. Uh, Greg, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, please.
6: Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you doing, Tony Mac?
1: Doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks. Hey, man.
6: So I, uh, I so the one thing I've uh, I've been watching all season, and I keep seeing this on the Jaguars site with uh, Osher keeps talking about the fact that we need to let the time for the draft talent to develop and stuff, and this is what bothers me about drafting Trayvon Walker versus Hutchinson, who's up there in Detroit. Just he is just he's contributing so much more than what our guys are. And I don't know if that means Walker's not going to be as good. I, I don't know. But the problem I have is, is we draft so much uh, resources into this stuff that's supposed to give us a pass rush, and it seems like a historical thing for this Jaguars team that they're always trying to find a way to get a pass rush. I mean, this goes back for a decade. And we blew, we blew free agency capital, we blew draft picks, and we never can get pressure on the quarterback. I'm, I'm just, I don't know if it's a mentality thing. I don't know, I don't get it, but it just seems like it's never going to get fixed. So who knows, guys?
1: Yeah, I don't know well, if it's never going to get fixed. I'll say this. Let me just one yeah. thing about Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. If you look I guess at the so. sack total, yeah. Okay, he has six. Okay, yeah. three of them came in one game. Okay, and that and they they count. Yeah. But if you look at the total plays being made. Aiden Hutchinson has 33 um, combined tackles, right? Solos and assists, 12 of those. So he's 21 solo tackles and 12 assists. Trayvon Walker has got uh, 20 solos, 22 assists. He's been more active. When you say Aiden Hutchinson is contributing way more, he's got a few more sacks. There's no much and and that, that the that is – yeah. what everyone's going to look at first. There's no yeah. question. But it's not like Aiden Hutchinson is dominating week in, week out. L- listen, for the record, he didn't, other than later in the game, Jawan shut him down. I mean, he didn't do anything. He, he he didn't. I mean, he did. I think he had a half a sack, and he then did. he burned Little really bad. Nice spin move. And, look, they didn't draft Walker because he was a great pass rusher. They drafted him because he's this incredible Big, fast, strong athlete who could do multiple a things, tools, and we yeah. could turn him into a pass rusher. That's a big difference. But no, I look. Thibodeau is more impressive than both of them. I mean, that guy. Have impressive. we have we seen any indication that they're starting the program yet to turn him into that pass rusher? I don't know. Maybe he's out of. I don't know, Mike. I don't. Maybe he's out of position. I'll tell you this: what I see out of Allen it, a lot is the same move over and over again. It's like, are you guys not working on your craft? you got to work on your technique. I mean, it's all hands. You go watch, okay? Now, granted, one of the best. Go watch both the Boza brothers and watch how they work their hands against the offensive linemen. Donald does the same thing. Von Miller, same thing. The way they work those hands to get them off. And another thing, have we ever seen either one of them bend the corner? Maybe Travon earlier in the year. Do you ever see Josh Allen like dip down and bend around not that this year? Tackle and boom, make the sack? I mean, it's like there's not there's it's it's like I run up field or I run into him and try to do this rip move that doesn't really work. You know what I don't know. And now granted, in his defense there's no pressure on the inside. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting any, you know, any any collapse in that pocket type pressure. So th- they're nothing to, you know, write home about either, but it's just, it's all year long. Lack of pass rush, lack of pass rush, lack of pass rush. Uh, let's get quickly Danny and San Marco before we hit the break. Danny, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Good. Hey,
6: Good. listen, there's just a couple things here. One is with respect to the defensive coordinator, can we ever stop a run in the fourth quarter? because we can't. And can we ever get pressure? You got two edge rushers and you're playing a 3-4. Those guys didn't play linebacker in college? They played in. The uh,
1: Josh Allen played a linebacker. He actually dropped a lot yes, in college. He did.
6: Yeah, I mean it's like come on. Well, I I I don't I don't get it. I and, and, and I just don't think with respect to whoever said it, the second guy said two of my best points but they don't match their talent up with their system.
1: Okay, thank you, Danny. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Blew right past the part of the premise that yeah. we, it was First completely wrong. First of all, wrong. If, if nobody's making – or not nobody, but if you're not making plays in the fourth quarter, that, that's not the coach. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're not conditioned enough. Maybe you're whatever. Maybe your Maybe mind not good is enough. Enough. Maybe your focus is gone. Maybe your swagger's gone. Maybe they've been kicking your butt all game long, and you, you finally just you, you can't do it anymore. I mean, the coach can only do so much. Call run blitz. Okay, I get it, right? If, if The run's killing you. Call a run blitz. That normally can free somebody up to take a hit on the running back. You know. But at the end of the day, it's the players that have to make the plays. They say the talent's here. I mean the effort. Effort. I don't At really the same time, like effort. I don't it's know, know if I expect Mike Caldwell to get up there and go, eh, you know, well, have you seen the talent we've got on the roster? Right. You know well, what I mean? Of course not. No, right. so you can't. You, you can't. Gotta take but they it are with a grain of salt. They're
5: playing them less, Tommy. I mean, yeah. that is clearly happening. I mean, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker have seen their snaps limited yeah. more and more as we've gone through the season to the point where in the last couple of weeks, they're basically playing two thirds of the snaps on defense. That's yeah. still a big chunk oh, you're right. you're for right. those guys, but they were playing 80, 85% of the snaps well, early in and,
1: the year. And then it seems like Smoot has gone a little quiet. He's gone a little quiet. Keep hearing these pressure stats. I don't really care. I don't yeah. think they mean that much, but. You know what I mean? It's like it's not just one guy; it's collectively they. And how about how about uh, Foley in the middle? You don't ever hear his name. Maybe he's clogging up the double team. I don't know. Roy Robertson Harris. Do you hear his name? Devon Hamilton. On occasion, you hear his name. No, the the Jacks did a good like, job stopping the run yeah. for a brief period very yeah. early in the season. They did. It also coincided with them turning their opponents over a lot in those first three weeks. Of the season. Correct. And so you got to play from ahead a lot in weeks two and three. Yep. And when you play from ahead, your opponent necessarily doesn't necessarily, you know, try to run it down your throat. They're yep. passing to catch up, right. which can help your run defense stats. Yeah, I mean, we had seven picks in the first, what, two, three games? Now uh, we have nine. Eight, eight total turnovers in the first three games. Yeah. And can you mind, you look it's at normal. Jonathan Taylor didn't have big numbers. Look at his yards per carry in that first game against the Jags. Yeah, he broke off. It, it's few. just that the Jags were yeah. up and they couldn't stay with the run, yep. and Taylor had, uh, he, I, I want to say it was like 5.5, uh, might be better. 5.6. Was that what because it was? Because he ripped off a couple in the fourth quarter. Okay, but that's did, part of it, right? right? I, like, know, I, mean, you, I know. When you look at James Robinson early in the season averaging whatever he was averaging, right. you weren't taking those 50-yard and 39-yard right, runs out. That's seven, part yeah. of the package yeah, totally. as well. All right, uh, we got to take a timeout. If you want to get in uh, with questions or comments for Tommy Mack in hour number two, you're certainly welcome to do that. <laughs> On a Keys to Victory Friday, Chad and Sandy Real Estate ask you every Friday, what are your three keys to victory for the Jaguars? This time, of course, against the Tennessee Titans coming up this weekend. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tommy Mack, and ET Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
3: Number 55, Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a
1: better way to a better window on 1010XL. Uh, I love when people send you something and they think it's a gotcha and they clearly have no idea how you feel about something, right? Oh. This one on the text line, designed by the Lifetime Closure. Uh-oh. Hey, Dempsey and Tony got ultra quiet when Tom just said pressures don't matter. LMAO. Preach, Tommy, most overrated stat in football with the way quarterbacks play today. Every time somebody brings up pressure rate, I'm like, that's great. Can we yeah. get the quarterback on the ground? Like, yeah. honestly. I know. I, I mean, if I don't, what, cheerlead your point or argue against it. I, Way I got, to go, Tom. I home. got ultra quiet. <laughs> LMAO. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break, yes. Was it in capitals, the LMAO? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, so just come on. You missed your come chance. Nickering. Missed little bit. your chance.
5: I try to be respectful in the conversation. When someone else oh. is talking, I generally keep my mouth shut. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, listen, and then you speak. You know, it's <laughs> and you listen, and then you speak. We're not going to get caught up debating yet. every single point. Uh, I, I, but yeah, sacks are better than pressures. Agreed. Yes, hits are better than pressures. Hits are better than pressures. They're yeah. not as good as sacks. There are a right. lot of they things could be. Better than they could. Depending yeah. on what it. it look, I'd I'll rather tell hit you what, that results in an interception. That throw, car last night. There you go. That's pressure. Yeah, I'll give that a pressure. And a hit. Right. It's, if it's pressure that actually impacts it, when you start getting into these stats, and it's, yeah. I, I feel like, like, I mean, we've talked about these as it's come up all year long. Right. But somebody listens, I don't know, for five minutes and they think they have an idea about how you feel about something. But when, you know, there are different outlets that define pressure in different ways. One of them is if you're within two yards of the quarterback when he releases the ball. Six feet. Who cares? How is that pressure? How about, how about when they complete a pass, it doesn't matter anyway? Forget about it. You could still have – I'll mean, take the hit. You right. One it. Yeah. I mean, so it doesn't mean he you didn't throw. pressure him. He, right. You didn't but, pressure him because he made saying the throw. i would rather have pressure than no pressure. Right? I get yeah. that. Right? But it's not anywhere if close If it doesn't to affect me. the throw, it's then got, what's the point? Sure. But that, that if it doesn't affect the throw, is it really pressure? Right. Right? I right. I mean, now, I know. You, you can pressure a guy – he can step up in the pocket, and yep. he gets a clean look, and you caused him to do something. And, that you know, so they're obviously – It's got to be more defined. Right. It's it, too there, – there's, there's value in, in moving the quarterback off his oh, spot. Yeah. Nobody's saying that, but that teams that don't get a lot of sacks talk about how much pressure they get. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Teams that get a lot of sacks say, look, we got a lot of sacks. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Look at our sack total. We're, we're knocking the quarterback on yep. the ground. Constantly, That's right. what we do. Yeah. So can we mm. be that? Yeah. Please. And I
5: get it. It was a number that got brought up a lot, especially early in the season for Josh Allen. Yep. Right? He's among the pressure leaders in the National Football League through yep. the first five weeks. Well, he was, and he was affecting the quarterback he every was. week doing it. Yep. That hasn't happened in a right. month and a half now. No, you're right? right. And everyone's been willing to point it out. No one's talking about Josh Allen's pressure numbers right. in the last three or four games. He doesn't have any of those things. He did have it early on, yep. and it was affecting the opposing quarterback. He's not even getting anywhere yep. close. I right think, now.
1: and it's not the players saying this, obviously, but people that rely on that—that's just that makes them feel better. You know, that's a little silver lining that you can take with you and feel better about your team. It's okay, whatever, but they don't really mean anything. The pre- the pressures, Mike. Please don't. I got really <laughs> quiet there, so I must. Lmao. I, I must be afraid of your L-M-A-O. point. L-M-A-O. I guess. Uh, let's go to Sean on the south side. Let's Next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Sean.
2: Hey. Hey. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing?
1: Good. All What's right.
2: up? Uh, and I got a kind of observation, something I noticed, and kind of like a question. But I felt like I felt like we we haven't felt very, very well with nice guy coaching, like I look at Gus. Um, you know, he was one of them nice guys, but he didn't do too well here. Um and I and I like Doug Peterson, don't get me wrong. Like I, I love what he brought, you know, kind of sparked the offense kind of but I I look at like Doug Marone, I felt like he had a little nastiness to him, went to the AFC championship. Obviously Tom Coughlin when he was on the coaching side. Couple AFC
1: championships,
2: and I just I don't know. I just feel like we don't do too well with
1: those nice guy coaching. But so I will take your comments up there. Yeah, I don't. Well, know. I would just say that uh, you know, f- you go back to Gus Bradley. He he wanted the players to basically run it themselves. You know, the locker room. You know, the way they did things, how they pre- prepared, and all that. You can do that when you have a bunch of veterans that have done it that don't really need, I mean, I said this before, you know, at a certain point in your career, you don't necessarily need your coach, your position coach. I mean, you need them. Don't get me wrong, but you know what the heck's going on. You know, when you mess up, you know, when you did well, you know what you could do better. I mean, you just been doing it. So it's, it's uh, you know, it's, 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 it, it becomes secondhand nature to that. So with the, I'll, I'll agree with you. I don't like the, you know, the, the, always constantly positive reinforcement. But look, if that's the philosophy, that's the philosophy. You just got to have players that can handle that, you know? If you got players and you want to call them young, you call them whatever you want that need to be, you know, uh, looked at a little bit more, structured a little bit more, make them, you know, do a little bit more. Although with today's CBA and some of these players, they don't want to do anything more. They're like, I don't have to. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. So you Look, it's not just talent; it's talent that fits what you're doing schematically and philosophically, and sometimes that's hard to piece together. Uh, when last seen, Doug Marone leading the Jaguars to a one in fifteen record, of, and, well, yeah, and let me one go, and whatever y- until he got fired. You know fired. what? He was tough the first year, then he tried something different, then he tried something different. I mean, he changed like every year. Like Doug, which one are you? Are you the hard ass yeah, coach? I, I, look, the nice guy? If you compare guy, him to Gus Bradley, anybody's going to seem like a hard ass. Yeah. You know, I don't, I never got the impression that Doug Marone was this, you know, grueling kind of guy. Well, the, that first camp was. Remember that? That was camp, pretty. Yeah. Right. And then the next but year it's kind of like. When eh. you look at what they had to work yep. with, it's more to your original point. You had Claus Campbell coming yeah, a lot in. You had talent. A.J. Boye yep. coming in. Yep. You had veteran. a base of talent yep. that was here mm-hmm. that was coming together, coming up. Yep. You had a nice mix of youth and veterans. You had a loaded team, yeah. On, yeah. particularly on defense. Oh no doubt. Um, no time. that you know, uh, give him credit for what he was able to do. He got him to the AFC championship yeah. game, no question about yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. But then it imploded. The rest of the time, right? It stuck. So we look at that one season. I don't think it's necessarily that it was Doug Marone's personality, as opposed. No. Look, Doug Peterson's had more success than Doug Marone could dream about in yeah. the National Football League, yeah. and he's done it. A certain way, yeah. so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he knows how to motivate totally. men and players and all this totally. stuff. And again, he he's not picking the players. Maybe this year he did. I guess had some input. Yeah, he didn't have final say. No, so you know you got. I'm, I'm sure you he's got a have lot of guys input. that can handle that. You know what I mean? I That, do that know put enough pressure. There is no way. I listen. I'm not the coach, obviously, but I. Livid if my team came out flat in that type of game with everything riding on it and you come out flat what are you doing outside the facility you know what where's your mind at what work are you doing what extra stuff are you doing like what, what's going on in your life where you're not like you should be frothing at the mouth ready to rock and roll up there are you kidding me I'm not just saying that. Tom, Detroit, you know, and I'll say that I'm not trying to make excuses for the Jags. Yeah. There's no excuse for last week, right? But it's not that uncommon. Like, you see, like, you look at last night. You Look how the Raiders played in the second half of that game. Yep. Like, maybe they felt like games in hand. I don't know. But there was zero sense of urgency. Yep. They passed for 11 yards in the second half. Against a Rams team that has nothing to play for. The Raiders probably don't have much to play for either, but it just they've blown so many leads this year, you'd think at some point they'd put their foot down and say enough's enough. I mean, do they – now, I don't know this answer, and maybe you do, but do they go conservative when they have a lead and let that other team come back in? You know, that happens a lot too. It can, You know, sure, you go into that I'm just saying, softer it's, type We play see call. teams – not show up in big moments and it's not just the Jags and no, it, it stinks when it's your team right yeah. and it, it, there's no excuse for it I'm not saying it's acceptable but my point just, being it, it's not just like wow this was the one time out of all these NFL games this year that a team felt like they had something to play for and didn't show up it, it's surprisingly uh frequent that it I, happens, think I think Trevor showed up and I think a certain player certain showed up guys a may have, showed but, up I mean he did you know, I mean, Jawan Taylor, aside from at the end, he was he had a good outing. You know, I don't know. I mean, there, but it, it doesn't matter when your team doesn't collectively yeah. show up. All right. We got to take a time out here. We'll come back. Uh, more from Mike Caldwell on the way. Jaguars defensive coordinators. They get to uh, an opportunity to try to corral Derrick Henry on Sunday in Nashville. We'll talk about that when we return on the other side. Tony Smith will take you around the National Football League as well. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
7: We're getting multiple guys around. We have to be good at standing in our gaps. And once you're in your gap and you secure your gap, go help uh, whoever has a free gap make the tackle. And we need... A lot of effort getting to the ball, and that's the way you try to slow him down.
2: Tom McManus.
3: Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a
1: better window on 1010XL. You see how that beat stopped there for a second, E? Yeah, it did. It's like it got real quiet after Mike Caldwell made his point, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? LMAO. All right, you got a rally of yeah. football uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't know, Coach. Uh, how do you slow down Derrick Henry? Hit, uh, him hit, him, hit him early. Hit him early? Hit him medium? Hit him late? Hit him before Just, he gets going. Hit him low uh, and then finish him Just off high maybe. Before he but. can get going, get him in the backfield. It's like Eddie George. You had to hit him early. Let me tell you about this thing called a stiff arm, guys. Yeah. Don't let him get going. He will throw that bad boy out there. Uh, last yeah. night, I wait. It, it t- people are like, "Oh, how could you put Trevor back in the game last week? Josh Jacobs last night. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. He has the ball wrapped. He falls on it and lands a full weight on his wrist. So he's got his wrist under the ball, which is under his chest. Boom. Full body weight. Lands on it. Right? Immediately gets up, and he barely is moving his arm. Right? Goes off. Goes in the tent. Comes back. Comes back in the game. First play. Throw him a little swing pass. He tries to stiff arm the defender. And, I mean, like in agonizing pain. Just kept playing. It's yep. football, man. Right. Uh, you know, you're just going to continue to play through some of that kind of stuff. So Trevor went back in, was fine, adrenaline's flowing, all that stuff. Uh, news coming out of uh, the Trevor Lawrence uh, <laughs> practice watch, Tony.
5: Yeah, Doug Peterson speaking before practice today. And moments ago, Mike DeRocco tweeting out that Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence will practice today. And the team will see how he feels tomorrow to see if he can play in Sunday's game at Tennessee, per
1: Coach Peterson. Well, that's good. Good. So yeah, cool. Hope for the best. Yeah. You know, I feel much better about Trevor getting something in this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the flow of it. But yeah, man. I mean, look, they'll evaluate tomorrow. But if he's practicing today, I gotta admit, I gotta feel. You know, you gotta think he's. I would think so. I would think so. And Um, look, why wouldn't he go back in? You know, I mean, you're there to play football. And if he feels and he's told that, he hey, man, you're not going to hurt it anymore and you're good and you can handle it. Right. It's not let's like we go. have 90 seconds left in the game. Is right. Two and, you know, two and a half quarters played. They had a long drive to open right. the, the third quarter, but you're getting your first possession of the second half. You're down three scores. Let's yep. at least make this a football game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Uh, more from Mike Caldwell here. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, he's taking a look at uh, what Tennessee's offensive line has to offer and what kind of challenge it poses for the Jaguars.
7: This is a group that they understand the scheme they like to run, and it's harder to really practice it. But once you get out there, you tell them and you have them watch film and try to make them understand the speed of which they try to run their outside zone and you know understand what we're about to get into and have their mindset ready to go.
1: Try to stop it. I watched uh, them play Kansas City earlier this year. Yep. They handled Chris Jones. Yeah. They, they did, and yeah, and they, it wasn't like one game. guy. They they had a good game plan. They threw a lot of guys. I don't know if there's a guy that they look at on the Jags and go, man, we got to stop him. Do you?
4: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I what mean, I'm saying. Like, I mean, I you no, would guess it would be right.
1: Josh Allen, but I don't know if no. that's how they look at it on film. Yeah. Maybe it is Trayvon Walker. Look, we know what type of team the Titans are. They're going to try to out-physical us up front. I mean, that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to pound the ball. They're trying to be very physical against our running game and and shut that down and and control the line of scrimmage. Can can we, you know, hit them back and be in that fight all game long?
5: And that's what the Jags have to do on the other side, obviously, oh, as yeah. well, going up against a guy like Derrick Henry. The no word yet that I've seen from whatever Doug Peterson is saying right now in his press conference about Chad Muma and his potential availability this week, but he Mm -hmm. did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. We'll see if he's able to get back on the practice field today. Otherwise, Devin Lloyd going to be stepping back into the starting lineup, and defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell was asked yesterday about how he thinks Lloyd will react if he's put back in the lineup after being benched.
7: That's the thing about uh, Devin. When we ended up playing Chad, while we had to talk, and it wasn't you're being demoted. We're trying to give you a chance to sit back and take a look at how the game was being played early on in the season. And Devin's handled it great. He's come back. He's worked real hard and had a couple of good weeks of practice. And it's not like we're going back to Devin. Devin has played the last couple of weeks, but his role could expand depending on what happened with Chad. And I'm excited for him see him go back out there. Did they change the definition of the word
1: demoted? That's, that's a nice way of saying
7: you got demoted.
1: I mean, it's an opportunity for you to sit back and watch the other guy play. Oh, you're not demoted. You're going from starter to not playing, but that's not a demotion. I mean, doesn't mean forever either, right? But no, it yes, doesn't you're mean demoted. forever, but you got demoted. Right. He got like trying demoted. to pull the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> right. You're not demoted. You're not demoted. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hang back. Watch some game. It'll be good. No, It'll be good. Yeah, it's an opportunity, opportunity for you yeah. to do that. Yeah. I mean, look, how's he going to react? I hope he oh, reacts gosh. with a fire yeah. uh, lit under his butt that he realizes yeah. he needs to, you know, get on his P's and Q's about knowing his assignments. Yeah. Uh, because- Blitz him more. Blitz him, he seems to do good on a blitz, you know. I don't know. I would simplify it for him, too. And he's got to be careful not to let that emotion get to him because you're too wild. You're not, you know, you got you to gotta be under control, too. It's not just flying around, you know. Keeping an eye on Andre Sisco as well. Didn't play last week. Uh, Mike yeah. Caldwell talked about what it, uh, he means uh, to the defense and what it's like to play without him.
7: He's one of your guys, and you always uh, want your guys with you. And when he wasn't able to play, it was – It changed the defense because we had Dewey out there playing multiple roles. He did a great job of handling that role, but there's a kind of comfort when you have a person that's been there with you throughout the whole season. And Dewey did a great job of filling in, and, you know, we didn't have Cisco, and hopefully we'll get him back soon.
5: And the question for the defense right now, and Mike Caldwell was asked it yesterday, how can they get this pass rush going?
7: Well, right now the thing about the pass rush is – we're all frustrated about it. The players are frustrated about it, and what we can do is go back out there on Wednesday and Thursday, and continue to work at pass rushing. And that's what we did the last couple of weeks, and we did it yesterday. We'll do it again today, and you know, on Sunday, see what happens. Okay,
1: I mean, I, like, it. Just feels like we're going to keep working on doing the same things we've been know. doing all along that I have know. not. And and I look, he maybe he's just limited by the. Talents of the players he has at his disposal. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, sometimes I feel bad those coordinators even got to talk, you know? You know what I mean? Like, just let the head coach talk and leave me alone. I don't even want to answer these oh, questions. Oh, I'm sure they'd prefer not to have to do it <laughs> You as know what well. I mean? Like, I don't know. What, I don't, what what I don't know. Look, again, it goes back to what the philosophy is. Like, how are we going to treat everything? And they treat it with a positive outlook on everything. All right, yeah. um, hold all that right. thought. Uh, positive outlook. Tony Smith will take you around the National Football League. Now,
3: gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach.
5: And here's all the injury news. Arizona wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins unable to practice on Thursday because of an illness. Cardinals wide receiver Rondell Moore did not practice due to a groin injury that knocked him out of their game two weeks ago before their bye, so still not able to get back on the practice field yet. They play on Monday Night Football this week. Carolina running back Deontay Foreman was limited in practice on Thursday after missing practice on Wednesday due to a foot injury, so at least working back towards playing this week. Denver wide receiver Cortland Sutton has been unable to practice this week because of a hamstring injury, Jerry Judy was limited on Thursday with an ankle injury. Los Angeles Chargers wide receivers Mike Williams and DeAndre Carter both full participants in practice Thursday. Safety Derwin James after missing practice on Wednesday got in a full practice yesterday as well. Seattle running back Kenneth Walker hopeful to be able to play this week but still has not been able to practice because of that ankle injury. And around the AFC South this week, the 110-1 Houston Texans are a 17-point underdog. At the nine and three, Dallas Cowboys, one o'clock on Sunday. Davis Mills back in the lineup at quarterback for the Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. One of six teams across the league this weekend on a bye. It's All right, a big bye week, man.
1: It is big bye All week. It's the place. last of the bye weeks, and uh, on we go down the stretch here yeah. for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and keys to victory yeah. coming up. Could you come up with uh, three that don't involve? Trevor Lawrence being active and stopping Derrick Henry in some fashion, <laughs> probably uh, so. Yeah, but yeah, uh, if if you're going to put the anyone putting together a list of three that <laughs> doesn't include those, right? Yep, uh, yep. I could get it if you want to go off the board because uh, those are going to be the the common ones. But yep, uh, how about uh, just show up? That'd be number uh, one. Uh, sure. Right. But when you show up, and I know what you're saying. Show you know, up with like ready with, to roll. Right. The full level of fight, uh, man. Impact. Like, you got to have pride. Like, you know, getting beat is bad for your psyche all the way around. You get beat up. What does it do to your psyche? It makes you, unless you're, you know, like a professional fighter that's just used to getting yeah. beat up. But most <laughs> Tomato <people> can. <laughs> right. Most of it, us wouldn't. We would be, you know, we'd lose a little bit of that. Yes. You know, and you get beat up. It's not fun. Yeah, well, it's a different in football. But that's the thing; you get the opportunity to get right back in that's the right. uh, the Rams Have ring. some pride. Let's Very go next week. All right, let's do that when we come back. Let's go roundtable right. on the Jaguars' keys to victory. That's your Chad and Sandy Real Estate question of the day. What are your three keys to victory for the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Titans this Sunday? You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010 XL, 92.5 FM. He's number 55.
2: Tom McManus.
3: Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. did not know if I needed any
1: more part-time lover in my life, uh, but <laughs> yeah, why not? I it's, had the wrong song. DT's playlist. What do you think it was? I can't remember now, but it wasn't that. No, yeah. You were so tapping like you knew what song I it know, was. I know, but I was thinking it was. Oh, no, I thought it was Hall & Oates. This uh, um, Lionel? Oh, Stevie. No, Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's right, Stevie. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was hauling Oates Um, got the same kind of beat. Man eater, eater.
4: That's it. That's it. That boy Mike got a catalog. We're best friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and I.
1: Do you catch the same beat? Yeah, Not really. Yeah, a little nah, bit. Nah. Yeah. Well, you've heard. There are a few songs on, so. like that that I. Every time I think it's the other one. Every yeah. time I hear it. How about lyrics? Are you really good with lyrics, or do you and sometimes mess them up? It depends. Yeah. Um, it depends. Yeah, my wife and I are just having a discussion. You know the song "Magnet and Steel." Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you Think. would. As, oh. as soon as you heard the hook, okay. you'd be, oh yeah, I've heard that right. song yeah. many times. Right? You are a magnet, and I am steel. Right? Okay. Um, no, but okay. And, and it sounds like the guy says, "With you by my side," right? Okay. Doesn't say that. No. For years, and I'm listening to it the other day. I'm like, "That's not what he says at all." Yeah. <laughs> Right, um, yeah. and it's 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 two different times he says it, like in the chorus. Yeah, and one of them is um, with you, I'm not shy, and the other one is with you, I might try. But it sounds like both times, like with you by my side, oh. and everyone sings it, and it doesn't really make sense in the context of the next words that right, come. But right, you're just right. like, go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know if I'm good at lyrics or not. Yeah,
4: yeah. You know who else is not good at lyrics? You? This guy. Cheater <laughs> <laughs> like a lady. Cheater like a lady. Why not? Those ladies. Get with me. Uh, Got coming to them.
1: Uh, E.T., this weekend, we need, uh, we need a little participation. Say it with your chest. Titans hate week. This Titans hate uh, week. Yeah, come on, just get, you know, on. It, no matter how disappointed you are, muster some hate for the Tennessee Titans and let E.T. know how much uh, you despise those mayonnaise, licking, shoeless, Sons of Guns up there in you Nashville. Know it's, you know it's not crazy, but I I decided recently that mayonnaise is my favorite condiment. <laughs> really, I'm this not is kidding. not a
4: good week to say that. I, I,
1: I know, and I, I don't put it on fries it? or not like that. Do you sit on the bus with no. an open jar? Oh no no no, 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 no! I don't do that. Eating no. it, no. but, but if spoon. I'm making a sandwich. There's mayonnaise. I ain't gonna lie, to Tommy Mac. I'm with you there. I man. don't. Like, I don't mind a little mayo. I'm not I opposed mean, to mayo. It's, I mean, it, mayo it's not over like, mustard over ketchup. I barbecue think the feeling is, is Tennessee Titan fans consider it one of the four food. Yeah, groups. They, if you're eating it out of the bowl, that's like. You're out of the jar. That's like it's not peanut
4: butter. You're different if you just eat peanut it right butter. Up. I yeah. could see Scoops you doing something.
1: that, you know. But yeah, no. some
5: Michael Scott stuff right there. Ah. <laughs> uh anyway, call E T
1: two zero seven seven zero seven one E T. What do you want them to do when they call you up?
4: Say it with your chest. Come on, somebody.
1: Yeah, give him a little. Come on, somebody. Give him a yeah. big duval. And don't let uh, Hoove be the only one who's a regular.
4: Hoove uh, <laughs> e. already I mean, hit me. You know yeah he, he already hit me.
1: I don't mean that Hoove shouldn't be a regular. Yeah. I mean, we just need to build some more regulars in the following. Like our man Fan Cam. Speaking of which. Speak of the devil. Uh, Fan Cam, uh, Tommy Mack, congratulations on uh, beating me. In fantasy this week, Tommy Mack came in and he goes, Hey, you know what I found out last night? <laughs> That's how much your co-manager is following the exploits of the long the You're longboards. doing a great job, Fan. You're doing you are a great a job, Cam. dude.
4: <laughs> What's hey, going we're on? We're no tomato cans, Tommy. We're no tomato cans. That's we right. rolled over, Mike. And let me take this opportunity to thank you guys. It's really cool, and particularly – Uh, When your team is as bad as we were last week, fantasy football takes on a whole new connotation at that point. And uh, thank you guys for opening up those leagues to everybody. Uh, After winning five or six, Tommy, all we need to do is put up a good week. And there's four teams that are uh, in in it. Probably the most points by either any of those teams gets them to the playoffs. So props to you guys for letting us have a chance to – Come and compete with uh, the greatest fantasy guru
6: in the world as well as all the other local Jaguar
4: celebrities. You're
1: welcome, fans. (laughs) You're welcome.
4: But, uh, Cam, (laughs) what do you think is going to happen this week? Let's get some keys to victory. And, Mike, you asked for it, so I'm going to do it. Uh, We need, as always, to respect the Rock, number one. Number two, let's attack the line of scrimmage. Let's win the trenches. And let's attack. I mean, it's better to go down in flames trying to get to the quarterback than just being picked apart by guys running open four or five seconds after the play starts. And lastly, and probably most important, the Titans are at the very bottom, second from the last in passing yards this year. So let's throw the damn ball deep and let's toss the rock around. Hold the with Tommy Mac ball, Tommy Mack,
6: and do All
1: right, Do it! I think you said, "Hold the mayo." Hold the mayo <laughs> <laughs> for one week. All right, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna have mayo this weekend. All right, I'll do my best. Right, no mayo. Ask him to hold it on no whatever mayo. you, uh, whatever you. It's order. better to burn out than fade away, right? Is yes. that what he's saying? Is that a, is that a mayonnaise uh, reference? Or? No, that's uh, uh, Def Leppard. I think it's better to burn out yes. than fade away. I think you're right. On Man Eater, right? No, is that on Man Eater? No. No. No? no, no. All right, uh, no. E. T. If you'd be so kind.
3: Tent, tent. Ten, 10 Take now the ten, ten take with Mike Dempsey. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your
1: projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. I want to say that's Neil Young though, too, right? Better to burn out than to fade away, and then a Neil Young uh, lyric. I don't know, maybe so. Sure better to, to burn Young. out, than fade away. Yeah, I might be I wrong be right. about that. That's right. rock of ages, I think, from uh, Def Leppard. Well, they, in the may, maybe a, a line that's been used more than I'm once sure it in has. rock and roll history. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Burning out. Better to burn, 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 burn. out. All right, uh, yeah, Neil Young. Better to burn out than fade away. Oh, uh, look at that! Def Leppard taking a little uh, Neil Young routine. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't know he was one of their, uh, you know, influencers. My, my, hey, hey. Rock and roll is here to stay. Better yeah. to burn out than to than fade, fade, fade away. away. There you go. All I right, Doc. He's the victory. As much Neil Young covers of Maneater as we can get. <laughs> and then he, he's a big old spoonful of mayo on top. All right, there's mine, Tony. That's my first one. Okay. <laughs> what else?
5: Uh, my first one would, would be uh, the Titans have lost five games this year. Three times this season, they've given up 100 or more yards on the ground to an opponent. They're 0-3 in those three games. So, I think that 100-yard mark is a big key for the Jaguars this week.
4: Okay,
1: 100 yards. Collective or a single player? Rushing, just as a team. Okay. Uh, Tommy Mack, run the ball for 100. Gosh. um. Honey. I mean, just You can just, use the other ones we discussed it's, I mean, well, well, it's okay Just match the intense I just want to see an intense team I want to see a like physical, nasty, getting after it kind of team Because that's who you're going to face And you're in up there in their crowd So match it Be better than that Be be vicious Can I say that? Vicious intensity just, Yes, It's a fist fight, man have some pride, it's an all out beat their ass. Like, back alley brawl. Tom. It is. Yes. I mean, last week was embarrassing. You should be embarrassed Brooks. as a player. Embarrassed. So it's time to redeem um, yourself. That, that was the key word in the post game. I mean, they all mm-hmm. used Doug, Doug Peterson used it, Trevor Lawrence used it, Josh Allen used okay, it. Okay, I'll use a different one. That was no, disgusting. No. Uh, I'm not saying it's disgusting. an inappropriate word. I'm saying you're you're right there in lockstep. Uh, Et, what you got?
4: I want to see the punter's name come across the banner. <laughs> for the Titans? For the Titans. Okay. I want to see their punter's name come That's across the banner. For
1: force minimum of one punt. For punting, though. To not start. for kickoff. For, yes, not for kickoff, for right. Pu- I want the punter's name to come uh, across the banner. Not for faked it, threw <laughs> <No> a touchdown <laughs> to Robert Woods. I want to see, like, his punting average for the game. Okay. So, that means he's punted more than once. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably, if we're going to average it out. Uh, I like that. Um, I, I'm going to go with Fan Camp. Take some shots down the field, man. Yes. This is a Tennessee team. This is the way to beat them. Yes. Look, at look, we don't have A.J. Brown, but let's see. You know, we're paying Christian Kirk a bunch of money. I like Kirk. Uh, Zay Jones, we saw you two weeks ago play fantastic. Yep. Still don't see any deep shots to him. Yep. To, but just try to exploit this Tennessee secondary and get some chunk plays. Mm-hmm. Tennessee usually plays a physical style of football. And, and you know, I don't know if this team is going to be able to grind out 12 play drives that result in touchdowns. So let's try to make things a little bit easier on ourselves.
5: The Derrick Henry factor is obviously one of the big ones in this game Mm -hmm. this week, but digging deeper into those numbers, the Titans have averaged 99 yards in their five Mm -hmm. losses rushing as a team. Mm -hmm. That number drops to 81. If you pull out the 172, they rushed for in that loss against Kansas city. Mm -hmm. So they're rushing for about 80 yards a game when they lose, when they win, They've averaged 135 yards rushing in those games. Mm-hmm. So, hold the Titans somewhere in that 80 to 90 range, and I think you give yourself a legit shot this week.
1: hmm mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say uh, win the kicking battle. I never say that, but I really don't have a lot to say. <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, no, win the kicking battle. That's number two. It could come down to field goals. You know what I mean? It could. We Anderson give up kickers. about the same amount yeah. of points, and we score about the same amount of points, so it should be a tight game. You're gonna need the kicker. So one there more I, ET. What I you I got? They got
4: back in. Um, they got a bunch of nobodies outside of Derrick Henry and Tannehill. We just know that they got a bunch of nobodies. Don't let a bunch of nobodies beat you. Don't be the, the
1: turn them into stars. Come on, this man. Sunday. I'm just gonna say rally to the ball, man. We all know who I'm talking about here. Like yeah. this, you know. Derrick Henry's had a good but not yeah. great season. Don't make him great. Today. Don't make him Sunday. great. Don't don't just be like don't oh, let him same embarrass old Jag, you. right? Just don't let him embarrass. rally to the football. First guy there, don't assume that first yep. guy's gonna make the tackle and take shots and don't wait. Yep. Don't be hesitant because yep. when you hesitate, he comes in with that stiff arm and you're done. Yep. Uh, so, you know, be aggressive. He likes to get to the, to the corner. He wants yes. to turn the corner on you and yep. they like to get him squared up with a defensive back, Tom, and that's yep. not a good matchup no, if you're playing no. defense. Yep. So, and I'll I'll add with uh with, what what fans said, like attack. Like, hey, if you if you mm-hmm. gotta call the run blitz, if you gotta call the blitz, let's go. Get it going. I got a Def Leopard trivia question for you, but I'll hold it. Oh okay, and okay. hold it as we say a well, little at XL primetime. Okay.
3: Now the two minute drill brought to you by Tyre Out keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair
1: shop. All right, Mia O'Brien and the crew at Liquid Sunshine Car Wash on Southside Boulevard. Uh, good morning, Mia. How are you?
8: Good morning. It was pretty funny when I was leaving 1010XL headquarters. I uh, I plugged the address into my phone and it came up with an eight minute walk as the option. Um, so that is just how close we are uh, to headquarters. So in case any of you out there have picked up from 1010XL before, then you know where we are. We are right next to Southside Liquors, the all-new Liquid Sunshine Car Wash. I already got my car wash because I pulled in and uh, was looking for a place to park for us to do the show, and they said, "Well." We don't really have parking for non-car washies, so why don't you just get your car washed right now? Free car wash for anyone who drops off a new unwrapped toy today for Toys for Tots, and you also can sign up for the best wash in town. $10 for a wash, or you can get a membership starting at $10 per month for your first month.
1: All right, all that's great stuff. Uh, what's also great is a report that uh, Trevor Lawrence will return to practice today, Mia, which gives us hope that he will be in that starting lineup at 1 p.m. on Sunday.
8: Yes. And Doug Peterson told us on Wednesday when we met with him, uh, myself and several other reporters, you know, he, he said there was a chance that even if Trevor didn't practice, he could still play on Sunday. And the anticipation was that he would practice at some point. Listen, I mean, at this point in time, besides the mental reps that he's apparently taking during the team portions of practice and going over game plan, What are you really doing? I mean, he's not going to be running sprints week 14 of the season anyways, and so you might as well rest him the Wednesday and Thursday of practice, get a little bit of action, a little bit of a sweat on today, and then go from there and see how the toe responds.
1: All right, well, Mia, you guys have a great show out there today. I'm sure plenty on the uh, Jaguar front in the discussion. Of course,
8: absolutely. We have some special visitors also going to stop by for the Army-Navy game preview coming up at 2 o'clock and a couple other guests as well. But again, Liquid Sunshine Car Wash on Southside Boulevard. Stop on by and you can get a wash for $10. And if you have a new unwrapped toy uh, for Toys for Tots, you can stop on by for that as well. And it looks like... Joe C is handing me his phone. We're going to have Patrick Young coming up at 140. And, of course, we will also be out there Monday for his foundation's golf tournament at the Arts. But we'll be hearing from Patrick today at 140, I'm presuming, to talk about that event coming up on Monday, too. All
1: right. Thank you, me. Have a good show. Thank you. All right. XL Primetime coming up. All right. Here we go, Tommy Mac. Okay. Um, all right. First, let's give our predictions. Shall we give our predictions? Yeah, first? let's do it. All right. I got uh, Titans 17-14. I don't think it's a high-scoring game okay. at all. Um, that's okay. where I'm going here. Tony.
5: I'll do it. Jaguars 17-14. Okay. Wow.
1: Uh Titans
4: 23-13. ET. I'll do it two-tone. Jags 21, Titans 10. Uh I ET's record on the season. Is uh, four and eight? Yeah.
1: Because uh, yep. <laughs> I know. Be big I, know was I, was I was just about to
4: say I haven't picked another
1: team. I don't yet. Yeah. yeah.
5: The BCBs making the trip up to Nashville this uh, week. Oh, they got nice. the, the yeah. road trip this week. Yeah. If they beat the Titans by ten, they might not make it out of there. Yeah, no <laughs>
1: doubt. Let's hope so. Right, Safe travels. We got it. We got to get this one in. All right. Only number one hit for Def Leopard. Pour some sugar on me? That is incorrect. Okay. Wait. Um.
8: Hysteria.
1: Your- no. <laughs> um at least according to uh okay. to Google. Okay. Here. Um Let me tell you. Yeah, you might as well. Love Bites. Love Bites, yeah. really.
8: I did not even not like even that song. Not even close to the greatest song, right? right.
1: It's funny how that works, right? Like like people yeah. oh yeah, that's a good album, but it never really rises to the top and then yeah. it comes out and it's not quite as good, but I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I dig that one yeah, it's either. That's all right. Just know, wonder, hey. Throw that your way. Yeah I'm, fan, yeah, I'm not a huge Def Leppard fan, but I just remember it's better to burn out than fade away. That is true. Rock yeah. of Ages. Yeah. Yes. Rock and uh, roll. Hoochie. So there coo. you go. Uh, all right. That's gonna do it for us today. Yeah. Uh for Tony Smith, for Tom McManus, and for E.T. I'm Mike Dempsey. We appreciate you listening to Jaguars today, no matter what the predictions, certainly rooting for the Jaguars to take it. On Sunday in Nashville. We'll talk to you on the pregame show coming up on Sunday. Until then, XL Primetime coming up next on 1010XL ninety two point five FM.
2: It's time for Jack-